Hey guys, I was just planning on starting this new podcast called Letters to My Future Self uh, because I wanted to freeze a bit of me through time so I can look back in the future and have this bit of me constant. And yes, I did steal that idea from The Last Airbender. Uh, but anyway, so I was watching Grey's Anatomy recently and realized that I was living in the same state at the same time when they were shooting across the city. So like on one end of the city, I was going about my own business, swinging on a tire swing somewhere. And on the other end, Derek Shepard was getting ready to remove a brain aneurysm. So I found that super weird how we're so self-absorbed in our own lives that we're completely unaware of what goes on around us. It's like we're in a movie where we're the stars and everyone around us, they're just extras, irrelevant in our lives. When we meet someone new, they stop being extras and start their first speaking role in our movie. And soon, soon we're co-stars. They become equally important in our lives. It's like, it's like everyone has a story. You stop a random person on the road and they will have a history, a past, a vision. And until then, to us, they were just matter, taking up place, breathing the same air as us, yet irrelevant, strangers, despite everything. But really, this whole present as we know it thing, it's a coincidence. You never wake up knowing something bad is going to happen that day, or that that day will change your life. The meeting of the closest people to us are usually unprecedented. Had you not taken that left, your best friend would be a mere extra in your life. As I was contemplating this, I was listening to the sounds of the passerbys, the honking in their cars, all with a destination. No one is just wandering around like a vagabond. We all have a start point, end point, and our speed, our speed determines the urgency. Some people are going to the hospital, others to the supermarket. Someone died, someone was born. If that guy, if that guy doesn't go to the supermarket, all he misses is the certain factors, the materialistic goods, bread and eggs. He doesn't miss the lifelong friend he would have made bumping into him accidentally with his cart, or the $500 waiting for the 50th customer, which he would have been. He doesn't miss this future, for he doesn't know this future. We never know the answer to the question, what if? yet we like to believe it's irrelevant to glorify our path. No one would like to believe that the path that they didn't take would be better than the path that they did. We never believe that the smallest shift can tip over all the dominoes. Don't think so? Well, the whole Harry Potter universe rested on the shoulders of Neville. So yeah, point made. There's always been this controversy of milk first or cereal first. And in all this tangle, there's a fine group of people way out of the Venn diagram, the doesn't matter group. Well, subconsciously, even they do think it matters because you don't see very many people do milk first one day and cereal the next. But okay, imagine this. Imagine you're sitting at the counter, fixing yourself some cereal. You pour the milk first that day and tip over the box for some cereal. You realize the box is empty. You're thoroughly annoyed by the fact that now you have a whole bowl of milk with no cereal. 
and you start to wonder why. Then you realize your friend ate it all up the previous day. Your friend that lives under your roof and doesn't do a thing to express his gratitude. You are now enraged and yell at your friend to get a life. Your friend, in a very emotionally unstable state, drives down to his job, absorbed in despair, and doesn't see the truck that's about to ram into him. He's admitted to the hospital, and as you are the last number on his call log, the dude at the hospital calls you. Thinking that your friend needs yet another favor from you, you ignore the call. Soon, you see the accident on TV and learn that he is in need of a kidney. You are now absorbed with grief and think that donating the kidney is the least that you can do. You wake up five months later in a surgery-induced coma and suddenly remember your friend. You reach out to the bedstand to call him, but lean too far out and fall and break your arm. Later, you realize that your friend died and in rage, decide to sue the hospital for inept placement of the bed stand at a less than proximal distance from the bed. Six months later, you win the court case with a $5 million settlement. You reach home and ponder at the juxtaposition of the $5 million check in your $50 per month flat. As you dwell upon this existential crisis, friendless and invalid, your stomach growls. You pour yourself some cereal and tip the box over. It's empty. So there, it matters. Every person is in the sphere of their own life, unaware about anyone else's existence. As a kid, I loved crossover episodes. And in real life, the minute we meet someone new, the spheres of our individual life intertwines with theirs, and they both coincide. The sphere gets bigger, and we can choose whether we want to live in the spheres of our own bubbles or the sphere of the world. To all the skeptics, look in your own life. Think about that friend that you wouldn't have if you didn't take that small shift. We are all living in the same place, in the same time frame, but in parallel tracks. And then all of a sudden, boom, the paths coincide. And this scripted future in store for us is ripped up and a new future is made. All because you took the left, went to the supermarket and bumped the cart into that tall, skinny guy. That's all it took. See you next time.